Our younger listeners might have a hard time believing this, but there was once a time when Netflix mailed DVDs to your house. Netflix disrupted the movie rental business, taking on companies like Blockbuster by mailing DVDs to you. Then it disrupted its own business model by streaming videos to your devices instead. But most streaming services today don't have the privacy of your data in mind. Today, we'll give you five ways to protect your privacy while streaming video. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. I'm Jim Herman. I have three security alerts for you today. We begin with a scam that is traveling over social media. This scam is promising financial rewards, sometimes as much as $1,000, in exchange for taking a short survey. Most of the links lead to requests for personal information that can be used for identity theft, phishing, or account compromise. Make sure to think carefully about these kinds of offers. Outside of your social security number or credit card numbers, is there any information you can provide that would make a reward of hundreds or even a thousand dollars worth it? When you think about it, there's no way that it makes business sense. So be cautious and don't fall for these scams. In news of a different attack, cybercriminals are using malicious PowerPoint files that have the ability to rewrite the registry settings and take over your computer. The files will typically arrive through email. According to one researcher, the file that arrived pretended to be a purchase order. But once the file was opened, it began installing new programs and doing a number of other tasks to grant attackers access to your system. So be very careful when you receive unsolicited files through email. Typically, it's a very good idea to have a policy to just not open them. And finally, the FBI has issued a warning about a new scam involving job postings. According to the report, numerous companies have reported fake job postings for their business listed on job posting sites. In some cases, these fake listings would appear right next to legitimate listings for the company. The listings would direct applicants to the attackers, who would interview the applicants and then make a job offer. Sometimes the scam artists would even use the names of actual employees in the company, so the offer would be more likely to appear legitimate. Once the offer had been accepted, the scammer would send forms to fill out, which would ask for the applicant's bank account and social security numbers, among other data. This scam has become so successful 
because of a perfect storm of events. Before the pandemic, work-from-home jobs were much less common. And there was almost always at least one round of in-person interviews for any job. Now it's common for all interviews to be conducted through video conference, especially for work-from-home positions. So be cautious as you're searching for a job. While you certainly don't want to stop following a lead, you also have to consider the possibility that any lead you might have might not be as legitimate as it seems. Do you want to be notified when we release a new episode or when there's an important alert that could affect your online safety? If so, visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email and sign up for our email list. It will be the safest email in your inbox each week. And don't worry, we won't sell your email address or share it with anyone other than our email service. Once again, that's cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email. And now, on to today's tip. Last year, Common Sense Media released a study on the privacy of streaming apps. When TV first began, stations put out their signal and they had no idea if anyone was watching. It was only through surveys of the public, like those done by Nielsen, that producers and stations knew what programs were popular and what programs were not. Now with digital cable and streaming services, there's more data being supplied instantly regarding what is being watched and people's reactions to it. If a bad joke upsets a significant portion of the audience and they turn off the show, executives will probably be preparing their statements long before people post their complaints on social media. However, all that data comes at the cost of your privacy. Streaming services know how much time you're spending on their platform and what shows you're watching. They'll offer recommendations on what you should watch next based on your past viewing. And if you're using an ad-supported service, they'll also use the data they collect to serve you personalized ads. Now, obviously, protecting your privacy while streaming is going to be a challenge. You have no choice but to sign into the service in order to use it. And once you're signed in, every data point the service can collect will be linked back to your account. Unless you're using someone else's credentials, there's not going to be any way to use these streaming services in complete privacy. However, that doesn't mean you should just give up. There are some things you can do to boost the privacy of your viewing habits. Here are five steps that you can take. First, make sure to protect your account information. To start, this means using a strong password. If you're still using a password that you used in the 90s, it's probably not anywhere near strong enough. 
And make sure that you're not using that password anywhere else either. Finally, use two-factor authentication anywhere that it's supported. It's the best way to keep others out of your account, even if your password is compromised. However, you also need to be aware of phishing attacks. Phishing attacks to steal your credentials for streaming services are very common. In fact, one study estimated that at any given time, there are over 300,000 stolen account logins available for sale on the dark web. Although they don't sell for much, they're often packaged together to make a profit for the criminals. You also need to make sure you're not using that password anywhere else either. And finally, use two-factor authentication anywhere that it's supported. It's the best way to keep others out of your account, even if the password is compromised. You also need to be aware of phishing attacks. Phishing attacks to steal credentials for streaming services are very common. In fact, one study estimated that at any given time, there are over 300,000 stolen streaming logins available for sale on the dark web. Although they don't often sell for much, they're typically packaged together in bundles to make a profit for the criminals. Second, block tracking whenever you can. In a study of 10 streaming services that was released last year, only three of those services, Apple TV+, YouTube TV, and Amazon Prime Video, did not sell data to third parties. And only Apple TV Plus did not permit tracking by third-party advertisers. You can block tracking through a couple different methods. One method would be to turn it off in the services settings. Many of the most popular streaming services do allow you to either turn off tracking or to wipe your viewing history. A link for instructions on how to do this will be available in the show notes at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash episode 86. If you can't block tracking on the service itself, or you want to add an additional layer of protection, you can also do it on your computer or your streaming device. To do it in a web browser, you can install an extension that blocks trackers or you can switch to a browser that blocks them automatically. My recommendations for both extensions and browsers is available at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com recommendations. Blocking tracking on streaming devices is going to be a little more complicated, and it will likely depend on the capabilities of the device itself. Third, if you're using a streaming service that allows comments, don't trust the links in the comments. Although it's often not thought of as a streaming service in the same sense as Netflix or Hulu, YouTube's comments are often littered with malicious links, especially on popular videos. But any service that allows for comments or reviews could have a problem with fake reviews or links. So be very careful and don't trust the links that are posted. Fourth, 
make sure that you only use legal streams. There's a particular sports team that I follow, and every time the team makes a social media and every time the team makes a social media post that it's game day, there are multiple accounts that quickly start posting links to sites that are hosting streams of the game. But these are not legal streams, and they're typically removed by the team within a few hours. Illegal streams may be tempting when there's something you want to see, but you don't have a subscription to the service that's hosting it. But don't fall for these scams. Sometimes the streams don't work at all. Sometimes they're horrible quality, and sometimes they do work well. But one common thread through most of these sites hosting illegal streams is malware. I certainly can't say that every illegal stream will compromise your computer. But most of these streams are being offered for a reason, and that reason is not because someone is a generous person. So whether it's the popular movie in theaters, the latest hot show on Netflix, or a sporting event that's only available through streaming, only go through legal channels to watch that stream. And fifth, be on the lookout for unexpected ads while you're streaming video. Some streaming services rely solely on your subscription money to support them, while others may combine the subscription with advertising or offer an ad-supported tier and a more expensive ad-free tier. But even if the service is ad-supported, there shouldn't be ads covering up the video, and you shouldn't be forced to spend more time watching ads than watching the content. If you notice excessive or unusual advertising, it's a good sign that there's probably some adware hidden on your system. Obviously, excessive ads anywhere are going to be a sign that you have adware, but it's likely going to be even more noticeable when streaming video, since there's typically not very many ads there. Streaming services are wonderful improvements over what we used to have. You used to have to drive to a video store, browse through the options, and then make sure you return the video in time. Now you have all those options available right at your fingertips. If you don't like what you started watching, it's very easy to switch to something else. And with the five tips that we discussed today, you can now help keep the information about what you're watching as private as possible. And as we draw to a close today, it's time for our cybersecurity pop quiz. Each week, we ask you a question about online security or privacy, and it's your job to figure out the right answer. Today's question is a multiple answer question, so any combination of these answers could be correct. Next week's episode, we'll discuss how to protect your tax return. So the question is, which of these are ways that you can keep your tax data safe? A. Wait as long as possible to file your return. B. Go to a reputable tax preparer. C. Be aware of potential phishing scams for tax data. Or D. 
Use Google to research tax laws and policies. Come back again next time to find out the answer or visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash pop quiz to submit your guess and get the chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card when we conclude season four next August. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. Check out the show notes page linked in the description for more information about today's tip and a transcription of today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could visit our welcome page at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com welcome. There, you can find more information about the show and links to some of our most popular episodes. Cybersecuritymadepersonal.com is provided for educational purposes only. Don't take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you understand what you're doing and the possible consequences. Visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Tech Media. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay safe.